Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. <laughs> okay, I'm addressing the big elephant in the room. My voice. <laughs> <laughs> I am recovering currently from being under the weather. So it just sounds a little extra manly and deep and raspy and, you know, it is aggressive. Quite deep. <clears throat> No, Kennedy, I'll talk to her on the monitor and she'll be like, okay, daddy. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, It's very humbling. But if you can ignore that, we will move on. Um, So what's the topic today? We're talking about in-laws. Specifically like parents, in-laws, mother, father-in-law kind of thing. And I'm so excited because this is a big one that I feel like, especially when I do like a question box. So many in-law questions, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I'm a little nervous about this one. Just I know, because you know, it can be a touchy subject. We have such subject. different relationships we do. with our in-laws, and it's... But it's special, like, it's important to, like, it's just real. That's what it is, and clearly, um, not well, everyone's... I'm not going to be real. No, I know. TMI, come on. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, like, in general, I think more people have a hard time with their in-laws than yeah. we think, you know, like some people really lucked out and hit the jackpot. And then some people I think are most people, I feel like it, they're just relationships that you have to navigate through. Right. And I think, you know, that's <clears throat> why we want to kind of talk about it. Cause there's a proverbial, you know, perspective that relationship or uh, your relationships with your in-laws is kind of yeah. just like not, not good. good. And, yeah. you know, I think for me, my when I think of it, I have the complete opposite perspective of just like my relationship with your parents has been outstanding, mm-hmm. and um, I think part of that is also I've spent tons of time with them. Yeah, you know, having lived with them for over three years, and then yeah. just even being close to them, you know, we spend a lot of time with them. So, yeah, I have a a, a very skewed perspective to the positive side of the scale which is good you know because there are oh absolutely i love it i love your parents sir yeah (laughs) i love your parents too it's just you know my um experience i guess with your parents have it's been good but it's definitely a more growing relationship i'll say so like where seth is like man they're awesome, so cool, so fun, whatever. Like, you haven't had to put a ton of work into the relationship. Yeah, it's definitely been an easy, easy relationship yeah, it's just to, been get, easy. to walk into. Yeah. yeah, so I think for me, I, um, it's just required more work. It's just a relationship, which obviously there are times that have been difficult, but there's also, um, like, the last time they were here. And this is kind of a reason we're talking about it now is just because of the holidays. And, My parents you know, were just here. They were literally just a f- here. A few weeks ago. So yeah, it's so like a, a relevant topic for us and hopefully for y'all just as we get into the holiday season. Yeah. So um, I think it's big. But, yeah, where they just left, like, the last time that they were here was probably the best um, for me. And I think just getting to know them. Um I think too, you know, we, this was the first time we had my parents come visit us instead yeah, of us going in to visit space. them in our own space. And yeah. that really made a huge difference. 
I think for us and even for yeah. the kids, you know, Kennedy and Evan having the familiarity of their own home and their own space, their toys, to their bedtime routine. Yeah. yeah. So that, that I think made a huge difference as well. Exactly. I think that can add sometimes like yeah. if we go there, so his parents live in Indiana. So like going there, I think there's just a sense, you know, you're in someone else's territory and mm-hmm. with that, you know, we're very different. Like we're, I am different from them. We are, our life and you know, our opinions and all that kind of stuff is just different. Um, not better or worse, not good or bad, just different. So, um, there's kind of like this added tensity, intensity, maybe mm-hmm. tenseness. I don't know. Um, that can come with like being there and, um, that, you know, half of it, it, we just put on ourselves. I think it's just natural. So yeah, the last time they were here was probably the the best just because I felt more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, just where I was in my own home and kind of doing my own thing. And we're very like make yourself a home kind of people. So it's just nice to kind of live life and then get to know them. And, you know, I, we rode, <laughs> we rode in the car, Seth rode with his dad and I rode with his mom and the girls So it was like the girl car and the boy car. Um, And I really just made a point to like ask questions and really try to get to know her because we could not be more polar opposite people. And it was um, a gift. It was a blessing. It was good conversation. And it was like, I don't know, Seth and I always debrief after we get together with them and it was like hilarious conversation, just fun and but yeah, it was and good. I also I was learning things about my mom that I didn't know through me because I was being Jack. nosy, right? Um, not even nosy. Like I just am curious. I'm like I just want to be real. Uh, Let's talk about it. and again. That's where we can be a little different. Like I can just dig deep, and she's like absolutely not. <laughs> that's just her personality. What were we about to say? I can well, I think too though, and as you say that, I'm reminded <clears throat> like it's such a different relationship because like when I think of your parents, I think of them almost as like friends. Yeah. But then when I think of my own parents, I think of just from my upbringing as like disciplinary figures that yes, today I can say, you know, they're, they're definitely friends and we're on a friendship level, but having that, you know, backstory of 18, 20, Plus yeah, you're years. like, who were you before you were my parent? Well, of just like of them being your parent and having that authoritative figure in your life. Yeah. Like it really kind of that shapes and changes and molds your relationship. Yeah. And so like I feel like I'm even learning my parents in a new sense now, mm-hmm. you know, being completely independent. And, and I know what I've been out of the house for probably over a decade now so it's it's like an evolving relationship just like any other but you know from my perspective I think that also makes it easier because even I think about my relationship with my parents like it's still there's somewhat of the lingering effects of childhood yeah that roll over into it and I didn't have a tremendous relationship with my parents I love my parents I think they were great parents they were my parents for a reason, the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get along. Just Your relationship has come a long way. Yeah. For sure. But it's it's definitely still an evolving relationship. And I think too, like, I, I, 
I think I've tried to encourage you to not see them and like you're my parent. Like mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you're over 30 now. So like you can the now step into shift. that new, yeah, yeah like yeah. a new space with them, which will help because it is still so, or it was, I would say up to like a year or two ago, like it was very like parent child, but it's like after a certain point, like with my parents, I can say things to them now that I wouldn't have been able to say a long time ago. And, and we do, you know, it, it was a very respect heavy relationship. Like we were not those kids mm-hmm. in high school that were like, Ew, you're embarrassing me. It was like, no, you're <laughs> like, I respect you. I somewhat fear you. And that took time to change, but it also took like a lot of work. So I feel like you have, um, like mm-hmm. I, yeah, you're in the process of like learning your parents in a different way. And where I don't have that like fear and reverence for them because I'm not their daughter. I, it's just easier to kind of ask questions and, it was really fun to like, it was like, whoa, like you had a whole life. You know, I think I, the one, yeah, w- there was like questions I wanted to ask your dad that I didn't get to ask him, but it's like, who were you? Did you ever do anything bad? You know, like oh. has there it for reference, like they're very serious. I would say somewhat religious people. Um, just so you can understand. <laughs> so like, it's interesting to get to know, like, who were you in high school? What kind of decisions were you making? Like, how'd you guys meet? What's your love? What was your love life? And like getting to know all that was just really fun. Yeah. And, and a first too, after what, seven years, eight years of knowing them ish. Yeah. But anyway, well, and <clears throat> before we jump into it, I guess the way that we're going to kind of do this podcast is Jackie has received like she said, lots of questions just through her inbox, through Instagram. And so we're going to kind of just, uh, we've picked out a few of those questions that we're going to go, yeah, you know, read through and just try to answer. So thank you for all for, thank you all for giving us feedback. And um, yeah, we're really excited. This is somewhat of an interactive experience, even though. And as not. always, we are literally, we have no degrees. We are not experts. My degree yeah, is in photography. From <laughs> our experience here. But yes, this is just like our opinion, yeah. our feelings. But the reason we think this is important, <clears throat> you know, an important topic is because it's such a unique relationship. Like, yeah. you know, I got to choose Jackie to be my wife. I didn't get to choose her, her who her parents were. I mm-hmm. didn't get to choose who my in-laws were. I didn't choose Jackie because of my in-laws. Yeah. But it's someone that you're then tied to for, you know, essentially the rest of your life, the length of your relationship. Yeah. Um, But really, you know, in a lot of cases, the rest of your life, especially if you have kids and stuff like that. So it's one of those relationships that you kind of, you kind of get tied to in a sense, even, even though you maybe don't want it or um, maybe it wouldn't be your first choice, but you've, you've made a commitment to first yeah. and foremost, your spouse or your partner. Um, and I, Oh, sorry. I don't want to cut well, you. Well, and I'm just going to say that that brings certain struggles and challenges that mm-hmm. you have to work through and face. And so yeah. hopefully we can kind of touch on some of those today. Yeah. I think, um, like with your parents, it's been such a gift and I can like look back at different times, just different conversations I've had, um, with people in my life, including you, 
just like learning how to navigate it and to see it as such a gift and a blessing and as mm -hmm. mostly a growing opportunity. Like yeah. there, I, I remember telling my sister one time, it's like never in my life would I choose to be in relationship with, you know, someone or people who, yeah, like who, I don't know, bring so much tension. So like, and if a relationship, yeah, it's yeah. like, we're not working, so bye. You know, like, that's definitely my personality. Um, that is kind of how it is. So it's like, oh, I, I don't like this. This is not working for me. You're, you're like a red flag in my life, so I'm cutting it off. That's just who I am, how I am, and I, <laughs> I'm i just the kind of person that's like, oh, I don't have time for this, so goodbye. Um, so I, I just would always say, like, this is so hard because I, I don't have a choice, but on the flip side, like my mom, for instance, her and her mother-in-law did not have a good relationship for their entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a very strenuous, difficult relationship, but I learned so much from her and she continues to like pour into me and just having that example of like, it was still a beautiful relationship and she grew so much from it. Um, and then I'm sure, you know, my dad's mom grew so much from it, but like to not just cut off a relationship that can be difficult right. just because it's difficult. Like there are things to learn sometimes adversity, like in our life, there's so much to learn. Like I, it's one of the most growing relationships for me because it brings out every single one of my insecurities, every single thing I need to work on personally, like my impatience or my pride or the things that, um, like I've had to work on my entire life. It's like, you know, someone giving their opinions unsolicited, like, how do I deal with that? I don't like it. So I might not be the most mature in those situations. Um, when someone else is just being themselves, like mm -hmm. it's hard for me. I'm, I'm like, Oh, I don't like that quality in you. So I'm just going to remove you from my life. And that's just not healthy. So mm -hmm. to have the relationship, um, even though it's not like my choice, I have learned and grown a lot so far. And this is just like the beginning of it. Um, but to see it as a gift and like a blessing and an opportunity, like literally before I see them, it's like how, like, let me pray about this. Let me pray myself up. How can I like love them? Well, how can I mm -hmm. like be a blessing to them? How can I learn from them? Like, what can I learn from them? Um, I think it's just like a little shift that has happened over the past few years instead of like, how can I just be the least you're like a interactive mentality. here. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm let's get this over with. It's like, no, let's soak this up and make the most out of this. Cause I'm going to be better for it at the end of this. Um, that was long winded, but <clears throat> thank you for sharing that. Of course. Thank you for thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thanking me for thanking you. Yes. All right. You want to jump into some of these questions? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Let's do it. I'll let you take the first one. Well, I guess. Hit see how it goes. Baby. Okay. Um, okay. Number one, do you have to fully like their parents before deciding to marry the guy slash girl? Do you have to fully like their parents before deciding to marry them? Gosh, if I, 
if I'm remembering this correctly, I actually don't think I met Jackie's. I'm trying to remember the first time I met your dad. I had met them, I guess, before. Was it your, your first like full conversation? Basically, you asking. For yeah, my hand well, that's what it was. I I came <clears throat> to Dallas to visit Jackie's family, yeah. and when I say family, I'm talking like twenty plus people here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's so a I lot. did didn't get a lot of intentional intentional one on one time with their yeah. parents. I came once to visit their family, and then I visited some of your siblings just yes on and off. But your your actual parents. I think my first legit conversation with your dad was the day I drove up to L.A. He was uh, coaching in L.A. at the time. I was living in San, in uh, San Diego. Yeah. And I, I drove up to have dinner with him to ask for Jackie's hand in marriage. Yeah. And so I knew 100% I was committed to this relationship. Like I was... There was no turning back at Whether this point. Whether he stunk or not, huh? Whether he stunk. I mean, if he would have said no, I would have probably <laughs> second-guessed everything in my life. But uh, <laughs> Were um, you so scared? Were you nervous? I was, I was actually pretty, I was pretty nervous. Such a big life deal. It is. I think I added tons of pressure to myself. As always. And I know we did an episode on Jackie being daughter of a famous person like <laughs> going to meet someone that I haven't really met who I know is famous who I know yeah the world knows probably better than I do um that's funny because I like growing up I love football but I was just too far removed from his era to where I yeah. I knew of him but I didn't like follow him yeah and so I I was you were a Peyton him. Manning man I was, I mean, I grew up in Indy in the Peyton Manning era, so I couldn't help but not be. But, like your dad, I knew so much about him from other people, (laughs) but I didn't have any experience with him myself. So, that's a scary moment. It went well, though, right? It went well. It did. Um, Sure, he's serious. I have four sisters, and he's very protective, so I can just picture it. But So, I would, to answer the question, though, I would say... No, no, you absolutely don't. <clears throat> and I feel like we know a lot of people who've, you know, even from other countries getting married to people who their families haven't even married. met. Yeah. And, um, well, you're not marrying their parents. You're marrying that person, you know. Right. It's you're like them. the relationship might be great. It might be absolutely awful and straining, but, like, they're not in your everyday, mm-hmm. you know. You didn't marry their parents. You're choosing them regardless yes. of the baggage that they yes. come with. Okay, question number two. How to whoa, keep... Oh, whoa, 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 oh, oh, whoa. oh. Are you yes. not going to answer the question? Well, I agree with you. I agree with everything. I don't think it's necessary whatsoever. And with that, like, say you get married, that doesn't mean that those in-laws show their true colors. You know what I mean? So, like, you can't base your marriage off of if you like them or not because they can, they can show some crazy yeah. years down the road. You know, it's like, it's just, to me, it's such a minute factor now there are some red flags i feel like that would be i think it's important to to note that person's relationship with their parents or Mm -hmm. you know i think that can tell you a lot like i knew 
assess relationship with his parents. Um, I asked a lot of questions. I like, so I think it's important to kind of be aware of that relationship. And then if they acknowledge, say like, you know, say Seth's parents were just like on another level in some way. And Seth just like, wasn't aware of it or was just kind of desensitized to it. Like that would be interesting to me. That would maybe be something that was like, Oh, it's a little worrisome, but, mm-hmm. um, no, I don't think you need to like them. If they're not your cup of tea, it's like, whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, that's my answer. Okay. Question number two, how to keep showing up with renewed happiness, kindness, and grace when mother-in-law isn't nice. I think again, like, can you, can you read it one more time? Sorry. Yes. How to keep showing up with <laughs> renewed happy, basically how to continue to be kind, right. sweet, loving, when your mother-in-law isn't kind, like when they're not nice or when they're a little difficult. I think like that just, again, it goes back to like you, you are responsible for you and you've got to put in that work regardless. I like it, it is hard if they're not nice or if they're manipulative or if they're annoying or if they're overbearing or if they don't respect your boundaries or if they're just difficult people or um, just not your favorite, obviously you gotta, like, like I said, you know, like they maybe pray up beforehand or really set an intention of like, it's not just going to naturally happen. You're not just going to naturally be like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Hi. Like you have to be intentional. So I feel like, you know, talk with your spouse and maybe be like, can you help me? Can you point out maybe when I'm not, um, being super sweet or like maybe I'm not making eye contact or maybe I'm like kind of shrugging things off or shutting down. Like Seth would tell me like you kind of, you know, he would point out like in love, like you're kind of shutting down a little bit or, you know, you're not as responsive or you're not really looking at like, um, because it can be tough. Like if you, if you're, I'm a very emotional, sensitive person. So like if that's the case that, you know, it takes a lot of work and effort to be kind um, when you might not feel that in return, but it just comes down to like every single time you see them, I would say like making a point, being intentional about how I'm going to respond. You know, what if she does this? How, what's my goal response here? Um, mm-hmm. because you're, you're going to not only grow, but you're going to set an example for her as well. You know, you're going to set the bar and that changes everything. When you, when they can tell they can get under your skin and all that, that's just not good. It's petty and it just brings the whole relationship to a lower level. So if you want to like make a dent in someone's life, you just got to continue to be kind and be the bigger person. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think? Um, I definitely think... You know, if you look at the big picture of humanity, I think we have a a root to love one another. And so that's way harder than that sounds. I know that. And I think like what Jackie's saying is knowing that, and I love the heart behind the question because I, I can see that you know that and you want to show up with, you know, happiness and kindness. Yeah. But you also got to know yourself and you got to know your boundaries and you got to know kind of what pushes your buttons. And so like, I think 
if I use myself as an example, I'm an introvert to the core. <laughs> and so I know that I recharge by myself. And for me to go, if I'm going to go spend a weekend with Jackie's family, you know, I am very intentional with taking time out of those moments, you know, yeah. and I try to be strategic. Actually, we went to what, the lake house. Mm-hmm. Um, someone in their family has a lake house a few weeks ago and we were there for just two days. But yeah. like I was, I would go and take time just to like step outside or, you know, whatever I needed to do to recharge myself or just to like take a quick break, take a yeah. breather so that I could come back and then be interactive and enthusiastic and yeah. kind. And like, I really have to work on those attributes. Yeah. And so I think you got to know yourself and maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you're a, um, extrovert. You know, an extrovert and you need to go get recharged with a group of friends or a group of people, you know, trying to, you know, in balance, trying to do something like that, that fuels you mm-hmm. so that when you are there yeah. and you show up, you can be on and be your best self. Yes. Um, that's good. I think that's, That'd be my, yeah. my short two I think last thing, too, is just remembering that, like, they are the way that they are for a reason. Um, they're probably not trying to be mean, and if they are, then that's really sad, but there's a reason for that, too, you know? So, like, knowing that they were raised by their own parents, that they have their own insecurities and that they have their own reasons for being mean or manipulative or opinionated or rude or whatever you know like there's there they might be hurt over something they might be filled with fear over something um but they just keeping yourself out of it is everything like it's not you you know what i mean um it it's just it goes deeper than that you know yeah and i think something that jackie said a minute ago like Never grow weary of doing what's right or what's good yeah. because in due time you will reap the the reward of that. And even if you didn't, you know, it's like the, the story of, you know, there's a, a boulder and you're trying to break the boulder and you keep hitting it and every hit seems like it's doing nothing until the one hit, the rock splits. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I, I'm not saying that the relationship is that bad or anything like mm-hmm. that, but you don't know the impact of the attitude that you bring yep. every time. And so I would just, you know, for me, I have to challenge myself to show up every, every interaction with her family yeah. to say, all right. And it, and I think the hardest thing for me, honestly, is it can become so casual because we live, you know, 15 minutes from, you know, the vast majority of her family. So like, we see them often yeah, and it can become such a casual thing that I can easily forget like, Oh, this is just another relationship and I'm going to slack off today. Like choosing to be intentional with that relationship and not that it has to be, you don't have to swing for the fence every time. Like, but you know, trying to maximize a relationship and really be intentional with it. Put an effort, you know, they all take work. Right. Intentionality. I think that's good. Okay, question number three. Is it okay to cut off a toxic mother-in-law? Many, many chances and ruining family and marriage. 
You want me to go first? Is it okay to cut to off take a, a whack at it? Or <laughs> cut off a toxic mother-in-law. Just cut it off completely because there's been so many chances and it's ruining my family and my marriage. Um, I, I think I would have to ask a couple questions, but if I'm taking the, the question literal, if it's actually ruining your family and ruining your marriage, I think that we have a call to our marriage Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. before we do to any other relationship that we have Mm -hmm. uh, on earth. And so if it's truly ruining your relationship, I, I think, I don't know that I like the word cut off because I, I never want to completely give up hope on anyone, but I do think establishing a boundary, a significant boundary that distances yourself from that relationship for the sake of your marriage, for the sake of your family, yeah, could be a healthy thing given the right circumstance. Now, if it's not actually detrimental, but it's it's very troublesome, I you know I I still think setting boundaries is the, you know, mm-hmm. it would be the thing to do, and I know we've had to do that as well, mm-hmm. in our relationships. Um, yeah, but to completely cut someone out, something about that doesn't sit right. Just for the, you know, for the sake of having hope that kind of like what we just talked about, like you never know if you show up and you give your best effort every time you don't know how that could change or affect that person. Mm -hmm. So I think I I agree 100 percent. It's I think the optimist. No, what's the word? Optimisticness. (laughs) Optimism. I don't know. The. Optimism, I guess, in me. Oh, okay. Like, is always like, no, because it can work. And here's how you can make it work and all that kind of stuff. But there absolutely are those cases where, like, you know, it ain't working. And it might not work. And you are not in control of them. And you can't force anyone to change or grow or want to be. Like, someone can be hell-bent on, like, I want to ruin their relationship. Like, that's out there, unfortunately. So... I do think it's possible to need to set serious boundaries and um, essentially cut off. And again, I hate that word too, um, or that phrase, but I, I think in some cases it could absolutely be necessary, especially if it's really coming between your relationship. Like, you got to do what you got to do. And then, and I, I think a conversation um, is is like a sit-down, serious conversation because there's so much, like, pettiness, I think, that can go on um, in those kind of relationships because you don't really know each other 100% super well. So it's like you're just kind of back and forth like, oh, I just don't like you. Oh, I can't stand you. But, like, have you ever really sat down and tried to have a mature, loving conversation about, like, this isn't working for me. This is really bothering me. This needs to change if we're going to move forward. Um, I I would do that before the, like, we're done. But I do think sometimes it is necessary. Mm -hmm. But I think, too, when, when when I hear cut off, I still wouldn't say from an indefinite standpoint. No, you know, something that I no, I feel like I've learned is to to view life in seasons, <clears throat> and so like yes, yeah, for a while, for a, a period season, of time. But 
you know, to say, I'm never going to see you again. Totally. You know. That's a lot. It's yeah. aggressive. People change. Um, okay. Next question. How to navigate when your mother-in-law is disrespectful and your partner does not stand up for you? <laughs> what? You want to? <laughs> sure. Sure. <clears throat> I think. How to navigate. How to navigate when your mother-in-law is disrespectful and your partner doesn't stand up for you. I think. Well, I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> this is, this I'm somewhat passionate about because I just feel like I always see both sides because with Seth, for example, those are his parents. You know what I mean? Those are people that raised him, changed his diaper, took him, <laughs> you know, drove him everywhere. Like they love him more than anything. Those are his parents. He has, you know, I can look at my parents and be like, Oh, yeah, they have flaws. But if anyone else were to point those out, if Seth were to point those out, I it would it's a it, it's a little stingy or like it, it's a little harder um, to receive, you know, because it's like those are my parents, though. You know what I mean? So I think I I myself have absolutely had to navigate like feeling like, oh, he didn't stick up for me as much or, or do I even want him to stick up for me? You know, like, do I want to be that overbearing daughter-in-law who's like, excuse me, like say something, you know, it's like, no, I, it's like, there's a lot that goes into it. Cause you don't want to look bad. You don't want to be that obnoxious wife. That's just like, I can't believe you didn't say something. It's like, no, I like, there's maturity that comes into it. There's, you know, we're not going to die in every hill that comes into it. So I think it can be really, really difficult when you do not feel 100%. I wouldn't even say supported. I would say understood. I would say, you know, Seth maybe didn't 100% understand our relationship. And I think, you know, we're, you know, for example, he could say she's just opinionated. That's just who she is. Mm-hmm. That's who she is to everyone. That's just how it is what it is. And I'm over here like, no, she literally, there's no way <laughs> she can like me. There's no way, you know, she disagrees with everything I do, whatever. So like, obviously I'm sensitive. So I'm going to kind of see things a little differently where he's like, no, you know, he might downplay or something like that. So I think he didn't fully understand how I actually felt. Cause I, I also am not trying to like bash anyone or, complain and be that wife that's just like again a nag or a drag um but i do think um again like having a serious conversation of like i need you to know how this is making me feel and i would appreciate if you could acknowledge it as well so like Mm. that 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 went so much further than me just being like she sucks you know it's like because she doesn't you know what i mean like that that's probably not the case i'm i just might be misunderstand like that's his mom he knows her better than i do so it's like you know where he just might or or i don't know i feel like actually talking to you and being like i'm really having a hard time with this i really wish you could understand like can you acknowledge that i feel this way mm-hmm. you could level with that because it wasn't emotional it wasn't like super dramatic it was just like a real like you can level with me 
um, and have a real conversation with me. So I think that went a long way. And I think like you don't necessarily need at the end of the day, you know how you feel and you know your relationship with your mother-in-law and just little, you know, trying to let go a little bit of like forcing your husband to see your mother-in-law in the way that you do because you you don't want to like taint that relationship either, you know? Like mm. I don't want Seth to see his mom in a negative light. It's like that's your mom. I'm not trying to get in there. If I were immature and petty and childish, of course. I'm like, no, I want you to see this. It's like, no, it's okay. I would like for you to validate and acknowledge my feelings, but I don't need to like taint your perspective of her because that's not right. So, but I think to that point though, I've definitely learned more about my mom through Jackie's <clears throat> relationship with her and just between us. Like, she will point out things even in my mom that I have been blinded to having grown up with her for, you know. 20 plus years and, and so it's like I think sometimes it can be I think you're 100% right having those conversations to yeah. to talk about to say how you feel because what you see or what you might be experiencing in that relationship is maybe something that I've just kind of shoved under the rug for years because I'm numb too yeah, yeah and so you just kind of like it it doesn't ring any bells for you or it's mm -hmm. just like oh that's how she always is mm -hmm. but like knowing what pushes your buttons or knowing what's hard for you it's like okay like i can see that and it just gives more perspective yeah you know to the partner who yeah you know whose parents we're talking about mm -hmm. but again just trying to be mature about it loving humble like I, it's it's hard not to be like I can't believe you don't support me and you just don't see it. like you're terrible. She sucks. You suck. I can't believe it. It's like you know trying to remain in love and mature and um, just kind of understanding it. It might take a little bit of time f to be more understood or, or and not needing that validation as much as you might want it, like maybe just like, okay, he doesn't get it still. That's okay. I'm going to continue to tell him the times that I'm having a hard time or maybe ask him to say something or, but also I think it takes just being mature in general, like a emotional maturity to, to not need to like express every little thing that is really bothering you about his mom. You know, it's like that, that takes a lot, but it's respectable and your husband will appreciate it a hundred percent. Um, and maybe just start like praying for him to see on his own certain things so he can like better support you. But, um, it might take some time, you know? And last thing I'll say to that question yeah. is I think too, from the, the opposite spouse's side who doesn't stick up for them or who seemingly doesn't. Yeah. I think, having a goal of like maintaining peace in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So if Jackie and my mom were, you know, if Jackie felt like I wasn't sticking up for her, you know, I think there's definitely a point where you just have to draw a line to say, 
like I'm not going to continue to argue this issue or I'm not going to continue mm-hmm. to press this and for the sake of maintaining peace in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, me as the husband then who's not sticking up for her, like, and I, I remember there was an instance where I, we had this issue come up and Jackie felt like I, I was completely absent, which I, in hindsight, I absolutely was. But it was just kind of like, I could see both sides of the argument. Like I, I was on the fence, you know, with what it was anyways. And so it's like, but I was in the wrong because I didn't, I didn't speak up to keep peace in the situation. And so like, I think, um, I think keeping that in mind when you are, when you're wanting someone to stick up for you, why do you want them to stick up for you? Is it, to choose your side or mm-hmm. to side with you mm-hmm. or is it to keep the peace in a relationship? And I think keeping peace is more important than saying I'm right and you're wrong. Cause I can look back in that situation and, Oh, I just wanted him to side with me to be like, he's my husband <laughs> and he agrees with me. And it's like, and I, but I couldn't, he couldn't cause because he saw that I was not being sweet and I was not like I was, he knew, he the, knew me. It you wasn't know? even the content of the argument. It was the way that you were going about it that I couldn't, it, it made it hard for me to just come in and say like, okay, it wasn't just me. It, it wasn't it how, wasn't, it was how everyone was going about it. But I was unfortunately included in the negative going about it because I, oh, I absolutely had an attitude. I, he, he knew his parents, I mean, he knew whatever, whoever was involved, and he knew me too. So it's that I didn't get like a free pass. He was like, no, you you were rude. Like you rolled your <laughs> eyes. You, you had an attitude. You shook your head. Like those aren't good things, and you didn't. It's not like you were like a victim in this situation. I just wanted him to like support me, support me, support me, even though I was incredibly hurt and really having a hard time. And, you know, but I was like, Oh, I did not express myself well. And he, as my husband, praise the Lord, um, knew me and loved me and totally empathized with me. But he was also, because he loves me, because he knows me, and because he he's not just going to like roll over and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, you were wrong too. And here's why. So, again, it takes some emotional maturity to like humble yourself and be like, all right, um, it's not just this person. Like, can you look at your husband and him say, you're 100% on the right. You're being kind. You're being loving and sweet. Is it just them? Because if that's, you know, not the case, then your husband might have a harder time, like, sticking up for you mm-hmm. because he's probably like, okay. <laughs> yeah, why? Um, so, yeah, that's on that. And we'll, there's a question that will bring up kind of like the big, Um, argument in a minute but this one is a quick little how the heck do you relate to in-laws when you have quite literally nothing in common that's a tough that's tough but i think it is tough i think you gotta gotta find you gotta find a way you gotta learn them you know what are they like and that's the thing your in-laws is it is a unique relationship but it is like any other relationship it requires work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I think mean, being, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, really. I'm just, I was going to say in all, like as, uh, 
polite as I can be, you got to just put in the work and you can't take that as a cop out to not have a relationship or at least to not try in the relationship to say, I have nothing in common and I wash my hands of this. Yeah. Like you got to, you got to put in the work. You got to probably put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And it, it's such a fair question. Cause I'm sure there's so many people like I, my in-laws and I are very, very different people. But like I said, like the last time they were here, like what were you like in high school? Did you date in high school? Like, I think you need to be yourself too. And that will help. It's not like I'm trying, to, I'm not going to try to really relate to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be myself and myself is, I want to talk about real stuff. And if you shoot me down, that's okay. But like, that's who I am. So like, let's talk about it. You know, um, what, like asking them questions I think is a really easy way just to get to know them better and you don't have to relate on anything, you know? Um, You're getting them to talk about themselves. Yeah, and and you don't need to be best friends. Take some of the burden off of you. Like you're not trying to carry a conversation and you kind of can let them. Totally. And, you know, again, it's it's like any other relationship. If they're not having it, then, you know. Yeah, so you try. Stop and come come back and try again later like yeah but i think if you know if you don't have anything in common asking questions for sure is no. i think the easiest way to just kind of like get through a family event and and you yeah don't feel that pressure like they they should feel a responsibility to get to know you as well so if that's not happening that's okay but you don't need to like bend over backwards um if they're not taking interest in you either like it's okay just Enjoy your family and your husband, and that's it, you know? Let's see. Could you ever live with sus parents? What would that dynamic <laughs> be like? <laughs> I guess that's for me. Um, I would never say never. Like, we've talked about this before. <laughs> like, yeah. We've mentioned it. I think it would be harder just uh, personality-wise. I would say personality circumstantially though it would also be hard i mean that wouldn't work if we're not moving to indiana that ain't happening moving to indiana and then also moving into their house like logically what logistically yeah there would be a my parents still live in the house the same house that which is so special so cute very special but um it just yeah Special but not spacious. Yeah, that's a good way so. to put it. I think even even like visiting is getting a little harder with like our kids. So we're kind of always trying to like, where can we go and like meet up because it can it's getting tighter. Just the more kids we have and all that kind of stuff. Not that you need space. By no, means, but no. It's just I mean, we'll jam in there, but um, yeah. I I I couldn't actually see that happening. I don't think we would necessarily want to live with a set of parents at this point. Um, if we had to, we absolutely would. But I think the dynamic would would just be a little bit tense, maybe. Um, I don't know. What would the dynamic be like, do you think? I think it would be kind of like it was when I first moved in with your family. Okay. Like you feel. You feel out of place. 
I felt out of place and I felt like an inconvenience. I felt mm. like an impermanent guest that's just here for mm. a season, but you don't know how long it is. So you're kind of trying to stay out of the way. And But, you know, as time went on and the more we understood about our situation and, you know, and that's the other thing too. We we were put in a situation where we didn't really. Yes, we we could have figured something out else out, but living with her parents was by far the best option for us. Yeah, that's why we did it. So I wouldn't recommend anyone just go move in with your in laws to do it. Um, just but it worked out. I think it, it worked out great to the point where Seth really wasn't ready to leave when I was ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it took some time too, just to like he, you know, he felt that way when we first moved in. I obviously didn't because those are my parents, and I know they're like the least invasive, you know, most chill people. But like, I by the end of it, I mean, it was great. So I'm, I'm sure it'd be better than I think, you know. But I would feel the way that he felt, you know, just like it's not my home. I wouldn't want to open the fridge. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take a nap on the couch. Like yeah. I just wouldn't probably feel super comfortable. Um, and then I like to do things the way I like to do things. And that, that, you know, might be a little difficult to do under watch of someone else. Next question. How, How do, you do you overcome, overcome a, a huge, huge fight with, with your, your mother-in-law? Mother-in-law. Well, this was the one guys. So, <laughs> I got the okay, obviously, from Seth to talk about it. I won't talk about, like, the contents, obviously. Um, And, again, my relationship with his family, my in-laws, have come such a long way. But I will say that his mother and I are very different. We're just could not be more polar opposites. And so, um, and that comes down to, like, personality, but also, like, beliefs, opinions, all that kind of stuff. We just see things differently. Um, but there was just an evening at his um, parents' house that I, it was, like, the first and last, like, fight we had ever had. And I think it was just, I think we're better for it, honestly. Um, I think it was just, like, let's just be honest. I think both of us were feeling like, let's just get on the table what we feel. You know, we hadn't really done that. And I feel like we both just felt somewhat safe, honestly, just to like be real. It's like, look, do we like each other? I don't know. You know, at that point, (laughs) like, I think we both were just like, you're not my favorite. And I was not her favorite. And it just was what it was. Um, and I, I have always been, would you agree, I've always been respectful and loving towards them. Yes. Yes. That wasn't very convincing. I will say I've worked. Say, what? Yeah, I would say so. I would say in the art. Are you talking about uh, in no, the No, 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 no. Apart from the oh, argument. Oh, yes. Absolutely. We were crazy. Absolutely. Jackie came out at, in that argument. Like, so no. Uh, <laughs> but before that argument and after. I've always been very intentional to be respectful, loving, kind. Like, I'm not, I don't want to stir up anything. Like, I just, whatever. But um, it was definitely during a time of, like, heavy things happening in the world. And I 
was very passionate about my stance and she was very passionate about hers. And I, it is so not my personality to share like my stance unless asked or unless whatever. So long story short, we just got in a big fight. Like we were raising our voice for sure. Um, it wasn't like, you know, it, it, I don't want to paint this picture of like people were throwing things and cussing and that's not the case, but it was just an actual, um, honest, aggressive disagreement, um, to where I was kind of glad and I'm sure she was too. Like it just was horrifying, but I think it was nice to just be honest with each other, kind of about how we felt about each other. And, um, it was a little refreshing, honestly. And that's kind of how, that's my personality is, and my family. It's like, we talk about it. We cry, we yell, we get aggressive. Not so much anymore, but that's kind of how it was. Like, we're we're very okay having conversation about things. Um, So, yeah, I think in terms of overcoming it, it was, like, that next morning was scary. Like, I was like, I don't know if I want to ever see them again. I, I'm ready to go home. We were in Indiana, so I couldn't leave. Um, and I think, number one, I, I I got to talk to my mom, and she was helpful and obviously was just like, all right, well, you say good morning, and you be kind, and you love them, and don't just sit up in that room and all that. She's like, get up, go downstairs, be kind, and move on. And... um. I think, you know, we didn't really discuss it after that. Um, it just kind of was what it was. And I think that's different for everybody, personality-wise and all that kind of stuff. I think it it would have been probably beneficial, maybe not, to have a conversation about kind of what had happened. But that is not necessarily their personality. So I was not going to push that. Um, and be like, let's, you know, I'm sure it was like mortifying for them because it was mortifying for me. Um, and that's just how it was. We didn't talk about it again, but I think I talked a lot about it with Seth. I took time to like process. And then I think in general, it was like, there was a clarity because it was like, okay, now I know how we feel. And I, that absolutely brought out a lot in me that I was like, I really need to work on that and, and grow in that. But I, I was not about to be like, all right, we're done. And I'm cutting them off and all that kind of stuff. It was like, no, we just got a lot of work to do. And I care about the relationship. Um, I want a healthy, good, thriving, happy relationship, especially with my mother-in-law, with my in-laws, with my sister-in-laws, I want that. And so I'm willing to put in that work. And so I wasn't going to let one fight like ruin that relationship. It was like, this is a relationship. It's real. It's raw. It's not fun, but like it is what it is. That's what happens sometimes. And so I wasn't going to like, let it just be like, wow, there's no hope. It was like, okay, let's get up and let's continue to work at it. And we've come so far since then, 100%, to the point where I no longer will say, oh, she doesn't like me. Like, no, I don't believe that anymore. And that would have never been possible had I not put in my work. Um, 
because I can run with whatever narrative I want. Um, so like I, I'm only responsible for me and I have to put in my side of the work in order to, to grow that relationship and to move forward and to overcome, but it's only going to happen if I continue to love, if I continue to put effort into the relationship. Um, what would you say? No, I, I would absolutely agree. I mean, I think it would be, <clears throat> you know, if I was to flip the script and say, how do you overcome a huge fight with your father-in-law? Oof. Man, that would be... Uh, Scary. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a, a comfortable thing. I think, you know, like Jackie's saying, though, you just, you have to face the terms of it and then move forward. And so... Um, I think the way that you went about it was great. And I think, you know, I think you taking into account in this circumstance, the fact that, you know, maybe they don't want to, you know, when it was done, it was done. It's not something to revisit and yeah. debrief on. Like, I know that took a lot for you because typically you want to have that. Hash it out. Well, you did hash it out, put it on the, you yeah, know, like the following day yeah. is like let's debrief about what just Get happened. On good terms, right? And Real so, good terms. Um, if they were willing to do that, I I think that would definitely be beneficial. But if not, yeah. kind of like what we've been talking about, just continuing to to put your best effort in the relationship, and that's what makes it the relationship unique. It's not just a one and done. It's like yeah. You know, if you had a, a friend who you got in a disagreement with, you might be able to just walk away and that's it. But in a in a relationship with an in-law, mm-hmm. chances are you are going to see them again, come back to them again. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a longer-term relationship. Those are your kids' grandparents, you know. Right, so. Okay, we have so many more, but we're going to go no, with just one do. more just because this has been long and... Um, let's go two more. Let's, two more. Do, we'll go let's quick. Do real quick okay. So this is the next one. Um, do you set boundaries with your in-laws trying to parent your kids? Go ahead. Oof. Do we, um, indirectly? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that. Yeah, so yes. Just yes. I think it's something that we've found that works for us comes yeah. better from whoever's parent it is. So if, if it's my parents who maybe they're suggestive or, you know, even directly saying like, do you do this? Why did you do that? I or we t- think you should do this. Yeah, I will typically feel that on behalf of us. So we yeah. always want to represent a unified front in everything that we do. Yep. Um, and especially when it comes to kids and, and um, yeah, we're talking about kids with kids and boundaries with that. And so, um, so he knows, you know, and his parents know like his, his parents know that he can't come up to, or they can't come up to him and say, what? That's weird that you guys don't do this because so, and so it's like, they know it's been long enough now. And we've set that boundary long enough for them to know we're united. We're, together on every decision that we make and so if you think it's weird that he is doing something or we're doing something 
we both already have peace about it. We agreed upon it, and that's the way we're parenting our kids. So Mm. it's not like a prideful stance. I think we're very open to things, but I think, say, you know, for instance, and this hasn't happened, this is just an example. If, you know, his mom said, oh, I think you should homeschool your kids, we would say, oh, I mean, you, like, (laughs) you be kind and you acknowledge it, and and who knows, maybe we will, you know what I mean? I don't know, but um, that's just an example of, like, yeah, um, that's... That's interesting. Or why do you say that? Or like we kind of shut it down sometimes. You know, some ideas will just be like, yeah, that's just something we're not deciding to do. Um, but I think too, we also um, greatly appreciate the the advice of our parents. Yes, and so like we honor it. We will we will go to them with questions just to like, hey, how did you guys do this? Or how did yep. you know how did you work? A hundred percent. So you know, there's definitely the balance of you know, you pursuing them for knowledge as opposed to them putting it on you. Yeah. I think if you're in a situation where someone is trying to impose certain things, especially with kids, um, you know, again, having a unified front and kind of fielding it on behalf of protecting your spouse and your family. I think last thing on this, there was a situation where there was kind of a boundary issue. And it was definitely at the beginning of our relationship, at the beginning of our marriage when we had kids. But this situation was enough for me to be like, oh, there needs to be a boundary set here. And, you know, Seth, I had asked Seth, you know, I don't want, again, I don't want to be the overbearing, like, no, you can't, whatever, like, these are my kids. No. Um, so it's just like, oh, would you mind maybe communicating? And he was able to go talk to his parent and have a conversation and it was great. So like Mm. it, and that does not, I mean that maybe I think happened once um, within all the years that we've been married and have had kids. So it, it was like enough to be like, Oh, this is something we're going to need to set. But like Like it indirectly addressing the issue. Yeah. It's it's not not like this massive thing, but it's like, look, you know, we make our decisions together. Jackie and I are united and he had that conversation and it was great. And so I think that, again, a conversation, it is a, a great thing um, to do, a great way to approach like situations like do not be afraid. Literally do not be afraid to confront or have just a quick, easy, lighthearted discussion um, regarding boundaries. It's going to help them and you. Um, and then last question, how to balance spending time with each other's family? We are always counting hours to see if it's fair, quote, end quote. Mm -hmm. Seth, I will let you go. How to balance spending time. Especially during the holidays is important. So, you know, this is something I think that we've learned through experience. It's an evolving, uh, it's something that's not like a stagnant, this is what it is and this is how it's going to be forever. Because I know when we first got married, we kind of come up with the idea that we would always flip-flop major holidays, basically being Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so, like, if we spent Christmas with my family and Thanksgiving with Jackie's family yeah. the following year, we would do the Switch. opposite of that. And we did that for a little bit. That worked out well just because, you know, you felt like everyone was kind of getting – you were experiencing different traditions on each side equally – I think when we had kids is when it really started to get um, yeah. harder for us just because now you're traveling 
with more people, your cost goes up, you're bringing more luggage. It's not, you're not as, it's not as mobile. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of created issues that even, you know, we're still probably working through some of that now, especially going into this holiday season. I know that's been a big conversation for us yeah. is, are we going to go see my parents this year? How is that going to work? When would yeah. it work? And so that's just something that you kind of got to, you got to talk through. And it's definitely hard when you don't live close to them. And yeah. that's where I know for us, it can seem to be um, out of balance because, you know, we live 50 minutes from yeah her family and a 15 hour drive from my family. So it's not always going to be an equal playing field. Yeah. Um, I think you guys have to, you know, talk about what that is, what's that going to look like. And then, you know, just do your best to, to keep the balance there. Yeah. But I, I also think from our perspective, my parents understand the situation. And so, yeah. you know, ideally there's going to be some understanding from their side as well to see the bigger picture of, yes, we're not in your backyard we yeah. are removed just geographically and there's um you know yeah, it's kind of impossible. i think too if your parent you know if for parents who or for people whose situations where your parents live in the same place i think every family is different so like you know if Seth's parents lived here getting together with them would look a lot different than getting together with my family so you know naturally my family is a lot more like get together heavy and um game night and movie night and this and that so like i think understanding the dynamic is important and not feeling like they have to be 100% equal because that might not be the case naturally like if his family did live here we might see them a little bit less naturally but like as long as we're putting in that effort um, into the relationship in the way that works for them, um, that's important. So maybe it's not a bunch as as many game nights or get together Sunday dinners or anything like that. But maybe it's like getting coffee with his mom one morning. Maybe it's bringing the kids over there just to say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think putting in the amount of effort that you believe will suffice is is enough and you don't need to like break your back to make sure it's a hundred percent fair and a hundred percent equal because they're different you know um so i think if your families do like if his family and your family live in the same state and it's accessible it's okay that it might naturally one might be a little bit more fun and outgoing and this and that like that just might naturally be the case i know um a few of my siblings whose parents do live here and that's just the way it is you know like we're all kind of best friends me and my siblings and so the in-laws are very close and it just naturally is that way um and that's okay you know i think their in-laws like they have a special relationship and they show up in different ways so i think it's important to to not put so much pressure on it because it's gonna you'll never feel like, oh, it's 100% fair. And make sure your spouse feels, like, good. Make sure your spouse feels like, you know, it's okay. I feel like they feel like we love them and they're getting enough attention and effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, then I don't think you need to bend over backwards. And I think, too, 
pressure can come from two different sides. It can come yeah. from the in-laws, but it can also come from your <clears throat> spouse. Yes. So I would just, you know, be cognizant of that. If you, if it's if you're the spouse that's applying the pressure, you know, don't where's just, that coming from? Yeah, where's it coming from? And don't just apply pressure. Like, come up with solutions as well. Yeah. If it's if it's coming from your in-laws, then maybe that's a conversation. Is to say, okay, how could we make this work? How do and that's something we have to talk about. You know, as we're coming to the end of this year, yep. we're having conversations of, okay, what do we want twenty 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 three to look like next year? What trips do we want to take? Yep. Knowing when when do we want to take them? And knowing that we need to prioritize a trip to Indiana to see yep. my parents, or you know, this past year we met them and. Branson, so we we did like a instead of going to their house, we met them somewhere, which worked really well. We highly recommend. Yeah, having like, like a common or a, a not a common but a middle meeting ground of some yeah. of some sort that worked out well. So, just kind of you know, planning and preparing for those situations mm-hmm. in advance, so that you're not like at the end of the year scrambling. So like, oh, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna make this work? Um, and then being okay with it too if if the pressure is coming from your in-laws like if you and your husband or you and your spouse feel like you've done enough and you're you're satisfied and you've kind of like look we've we've done what we can do and we feel good about that then that's enough too mm-hmm. like it's okay and you you there might be in-laws who are never going to be okay with the amount of times you're seeing them or not seeing them so as long as you and your spouse are on like a united front and feel like, no, we, we did enough. We saw them three times this year. We saw them 10 times this year. We, you know, see them once a week, whatever works with you guys. Like you guys need to be on the same page. It, you know, th- that's all that matters at the end of the day. So, yeah. Okay. Any that's closing thoughts? No, I, well, okay. I shouldn't say no. Um, Oh, I'm just excited. I feel like this is something I've wanted to like dive into with you for a while and it's been nice. And again, like this is just our opinion and how we feel and our experiences and all that kind of stuff. So thank you for listening as always. Like it's in-laws can be tough, but man, it's such a, it, it's an opportunity, such an opportunity to grow and to work on you and your skills dealing with people that, maybe don't agree with you or maybe don't like you. Like it, it doesn't matter. It's all at the end of the day. Like don't, um, stop fighting to be better on your own. And then also to, you know, you never know the dent that you're making, like Seth said. So it's no. not a, a relationship in vain. That's for sure. No. That's yeah. Good. All right. Well, I think, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you had anything to say. Go ahead. Well, the, the last thing I would say and even just sitting here as we talk about this, I'm I'm brought to mind the question of, you know, in-laws, again, it's a unique relationship. So I would, I would question you guys to think about, and I'm questioning you as well. Yeah. What is the reason, you know, if you are with your spouse or your significant other and you believe that that's the person that you're supposed to be living your life with, what then is the reason that you are also connected to their parents, a.k.a. your in-laws? So, like, what, what is the reason or the significance for you in your life 
for that relationship. Um, you being their da- son or daughter-in-law, um, like what do they bring to the table for you? But then also what can you bring to the table from them and how mm-hmm. can you learn from that? Cause I think that's what you said is invaluable you know, we can think of these relationships as something that's daunting or um, not, it's not a great relationship, but to flip the script and say, okay, this is actually a blessing. How is it a blessing? And asking that question and really seeing how can you serve your in-laws yeah. as and well how as how do they help serve them you? grow, you yeah. know? That's and how, great... ha- how have they helped you yeah. grow? Because I'm sure that... You know, if you if you really think about that, I'm sure that you could name something to say like, I've learned this or I've observed this in them, and maybe not. But oh, I, I feel like that. yeah, that's a great point, and I <laughs> like I can say with my mother-in-law, maybe I, you know, she she's absolutely there's like she's like a household queen. I mean, she keeps everything perfect all the time. Soaking her dishes, that's something I never knew, and that's something that I do every now and then, or certain ways she does her laundry, little things like that, that at first I was like, ugh, just let me do it the way that I want to do it. Like, I've learned from her, and I've picked up from her um, just, like, homemaking skills, and I'm sure for me, (laughs) I'm not an inspiration in that area, but for her, maybe I've, you know, uh, encouraged her to care a lot less about what people think about what she's wearing, or what she looks like, or um, maybe to be herself. Like, I, I don't know. You never know. So it's like, but I, I would love to think that like, maybe I've left a little mark or we're growing each other. You know what I mean? So that's a great, great point. I love. All right. All right. Well, again, I'm Seth. And I'm Jackie. This is Never TMI, and we are signing off. Peace out, y'all.